Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. All right, for our final session here today, let's talk about the law and how the law, uh, the U.S. law and or your state law might affect how you're having performance and behavior conversations, feedback conversations. Um, As HR, you're probably well aware of this, but your managers may not be. You may think, oh, everyone should know this. Well, let's face it. Many people are promoted to a supervisor or manager, and they're not given any training. And that's on us to make sure that they're aware of what's going on. Unfair treatment is protected by discrimination laws. So we want to make sure, again, remember I mentioned before that I prefer to have somebody above the manager, even if it has to be HR, review, uh, you know, look over review forms and feedback forms, documentation, or even, you know, role play out conversations. Why? You want to make sure managers are not unfairly treating people unconsciously. So unconscious bias comes into play here. We want to make sure they're not unfairly treating this one employee because of that employee's race, their color, their religion, their sex, including pregnancy, gender identity, and sexual orientation, because of their national origin, because of their age, uh, and I mean all ages, not just 40 and older, because of their disability or genetic information. All of these are protected by the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. We also want to make sure that managers are not unconsciously or unintentionally or even intentionally harassing their employees based on any of this information. Uh, We want to make sure that managers know that employees have a right to ask for a reasonable accommodation because of a religious belief or a disability. Many may say, no, you you can't sit while doing that task. Well, why not? If they have a disability or not and they can get the job done, why can't they sit? Or why can't they take extended breaks and they still meet the performance goals and the productivity goals for the job? So we have to be crystal clear and train our managers on discrimination, intentional or otherwise, unconscious bias, and then, of course, retaliation laws that come into play. You need to check your state laws. What I'm reviewing right now is the U.S. law, but many states have other laws as well. But let's put the laws aside for a second. Let's talk about emotional intelligence. Let's talk about empathy. Employees generally feel that empathy is missing from the workplace. There was a 2021 state of workplace empathy study done. And in that study, only one in four employees believed empathy in their organization was sufficient. So empathy is not sympathy. Empathy is not feeling sorry for somebody. It's really having the manager, HR, anyone, any employee, doesn't matter their title, put themselves in another person's shoes and say, huh, if I was in their shoes, how would I feel? And then acting accordingly. This doesn't mean you're going to let employees get away with things because something bad is happening in their life. 
but just putting yourself in their shoes and talking to them like another human being. Ten years ago, you may have said, uh, you know what, no, you do it my way or you're not working in this organization. You know what, you could even say that now, but you're not going to have a heck of a lot of employees. We're already down in staffing in our country, in the, in the world, really. We have less people to meet our, our, our needs for staffing. And so how about we sprinkle in a little empathy with the employees that we do have so that we can give them feedback with a little bit of empathy so that they can improve their behavior and their performance and they can be a rock star employee and they stay with your organization so you're not wasting all of your management hours and funds replacing people over and over and over again. Other things that employees want are, of course, good pay and benefits, training and development, work-life balance, that's very, very important, a non-toxic workplace culture, which is very important to train your managers what that means and what your expectations as an organization are and this then goes into those regular feedback conversations with their employees. Here's the thing with toxic employees. Toxic employees stay. Gallup says that as many as 60% of our workers are not fully engaged at work. And on top of that, toxic employees don't usually know that they are part of the problem. Why? because managers are not holding them accountable. Managers are not having regular conversations with them and saying, hey, your behavior is unacceptable here. What happens when you have toxic employees is either people leave your organization voluntarily because they don't wanna be around their toxic coworkers, or worse than quitting is quitting and staying. So they may be physically present, doing the bare minimum of the job, being very disengaged, low morale, possibly unproductive, and they are costing you every single moment they are there. So ask yourself as a manager and then as human resources, am I empathetic? Am I respectful to employees? Do I motivate and hold people accountable by driving them away from something, which is the fear-based approach, or driving them towards something, which is joy and satisfaction? Am I transparent? Do I discuss the elephant in the room? Do I do this privately or publicly? Is there a time to do it privately? Yes. Is there a time to do it publicly? Also, yes. And do I empower people to take action? Do I allow for mistakes and only openly discuss them? And openly discuss these mistakes as lessons learned rather than berating employees. And then furthermore, do I squash rumors and gossip? Do I put an end to false data and false information and factually make decisions based on facts and data, not on opinions? Remember that we all deserve fair treatment, which means equal accountability, no favoritism. Business involves relationships with humans. End of story. I don't care how much AI we have. We need humans to get our stuff done. The organization, the department, has goals that must be met. And accountability has to start with you, the manager, with HR supporting the manager. I hope you've enjoyed our podcast. Please feel free to contact me at any time for additional information. 
And remember, don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.